Welcome to the Homeschool Unlocked podcast, the show that helps parents see homeschooling as a unique opportunity. So forget fear. You can inspire. You can guide your child. Homeschool Unlocked. It's not school. It's life. So this is actually the second attempt at starting this particular um, episode. Um, I started off with a with a knock knock joke while attempting to multitask, uh, taking a piece of like a peanut or something from my teeth, and kind of ruined the entire recording. And uh, I guess I can't do two things at once. So I'm gonna start over. My love, can I share with you a knock knock joke? Oh, I love, you know, I love a good knock knock joke. But I actually found this great joke that I would love for us to use. Okay, let's rock it. All right, so here we go. Let's set the stage. We have a teenager. He just passed his driving test, and he asks his father as to when he could discuss the use of the car. My, his my, father said to him... Okay. Can I read the, the father part? Yes, yes, yes. All right, let's do All right, so his father said he'd make a deal with his son. He said... You bring your grades up from C's to a B average, study your Bible a little, and get your hair cut. Then we'll talk about the car. The boy thought about that for a moment, and he decided to settle for the offer, and they agreed on it. Now, after about six weeks, his father said, Son, you've brought up your grades, and I've observed that you've been studying your Bible, but I'm disappointed that you haven't cut your hair. Now, the boy said, Hey, you know, Dad, I've been thinking about that, and I've noticed in my studies of the Bible that Samson had long hair, John the Baptist had long hair, Moses had long hair. And there's even strong evidence that Jesus had long hair. Now the father responded, Did you also notice they all walked everywhere they went? That was super funny. I love that one. That was super funny. Yep, I just googled that one. Thank you, uh, upjoke.com. And today, the reason that we picked a joke regarding grades is because we're going to continue talking about grades. But again, the focus is looking at why you in your homeschool can evaluate differently. Why you don't have to use a grading system that most conventional schools adopt. My name is Monica Aviles. Welcome or welcome back to Homeschool Unlocked. This is my husband. This is Jesus Aviles. I am Monica's beautiful hubby. (laughs) I meant to say Monica's my beautiful wife. (laughs) Um, I've been a um, licensed school psychologist for about, you know, four or five years, but I've been a nationally certified school psychologist for about 20. And so we bring all that to the table. We bring homeschool experience, public school experience. But, But my love, since we're talking about, you know, a little compare and contrast, do you know, you know, over there in the public school world, we're completely baffled uh-huh. at how homeschoolers excel so much academically. We're baffled. We're baffled because technically we, in the, the structured school setting, see ourselves as the expert in instruction. So a question that we often have is how, you know, how is it that a parent A parent can educate their child and their child can produce these types of scores. Now, fortunately for us, people have done research into homeschool for for 
you know, 20, 30, 40 years. And so we're actually sitting with some research. So I might have mentioned in uh, our last episode, you know, part of a, um, a directed research, a part of a thesis that I put together to try to get published a long time ago. Kind of, you know, you do a literature review and you kind of pull all sources of information tied to it. And research was done tied to why is it that homeschool parents and their limited quote-unquote expertise how is it that they produce these kids that produce good scores? And it comes out to be, it's all about the learning environment. There's a learning environment at home, and that seems to be the correlating factor to producing, just, just producing well. And that's what we're talking about here at Homeschool Unlocked. We want to encourage you, parent, to see homeschooling as a unique opportunity. It's not on you to educate your child. It is on you to be the cooperative artist. And as I was poking around, I found a couple of quotes from a man named Buckminster Fuller. As I'm sharing these quotes, I really don't know anything about this man. So I'm going to share these quotes because I still think they're valuable, even though I haven't researched him. But he did say, everyone is born a genius, but the process of living de-geniuses them. So on your homeschool journey, you're able to create an environment that encourages and brings out the genius in your child. Actually, he also said another quote that I found wonderful. Mr. Fuller said, if I ran a school, I'd give the average grade to the ones who gave me all the right answers for being good parents. I'd give the top grades to those who made a lot of mistakes and told me about them and then told me why they learned from them. Parents, think about how you school in a completely different manner. So now, this is a, a great segue just for me to mention just a couple names out there with modern uh, homeschool um, history, right? We had mentioned it last episode. Homeschooling goes way back to, you know, at the beginning of time, right? When a parent has their kids, right? Deuteronomy 6, you educate your kid, right? But the modern homeschool movement kind of started in the late 60s, early 70s. I mentioned that last episode. I didn't get to throw any names out there, but I'm going to do that since since we're kind of just talking about, you know, maybe unlearning or de-schooling a couple different things, right? So we had in the late 60s, right? Raymond and Dorothy Moore, they would be more known to be homeschoolers, right? The more the traditional homeschoolers, similar structure to the school system just, just brought home. Right. The major concerns for these homeschoolers in the late 60s was character, um, was the, the removal of God from the equation. Right. So those were the homeschoolers. Right. The second name I wanted to mention kind of popped up in the early 70s. Right. And in the early 70s, there's a gentleman by the name of John Holt. Now, John Holt wasn't, quote unquote, a homeschooler. Right. He was a home educator. Now, the difference between homeschooler and home educator, you see the home educators, you know, they weren't necessarily all about, you know what, I want to teach my kid better character. God's been removed from the equation. They had a completely different agenda and reason to remove their kids in these early 70s. And that was tied to the simple fact that they simply thought they can teach their kids better. So they actually engaged in this practice that you may hear every now and then called de-schooling or unschooling. This whole concept of just breaking down the current structure of what we're talking about. Right. I mean, we just finished listening to a quote by uh, Dr. Fuller. I'm going to give him a doctor's name because I'm figuring, you know, with quotes like that, he got his doctorate degree or something like that. <laughs> Maybe. And then you have Dr. Fuller talking about, hey, listen, the people who give me all the correct answers, they're going to get C's right? because they're, they're, they're doing as expected. They're average. Who's going to excel? Those that make mistakes and are willing to learn. Listen, Scripture is accurate with regards to perseverance in the building of character. 
right? I'm telling you, I've worked with multiple kids that are accustomed to breezing through academics and just have great difficulties at the first time they begin to have challenges. Usually the challenges are social um, social challenges, right? Or when they begin to experience difficulty in uh, the, the higher grade level material, you know? Uh, um, kind of kind of working with a kid that's never quite had to persevere at uh, later middle school, high school age for the first time, that's just a completely different experience compared to kids that, you know, hey, listen, I, I don't want kindergartners, first graders, and second graders to, to have difficulty. But there is something about building character and strength and perseverance in these young, young kids, understanding that the environment primarily produces these um, these kids. So... Do you have to have a doctorate? Do you have to have a master's or a specialist degree to be able to be a cooperative artist, to inspire, to create an environment where your child is growing and you're cultivating the genius inside of them? I mean, that's a fair question. That, that, that is a fair question. And I'm going to go back to something you had mentioned last episode, and it was tied to uh, the, the person that has the most to do in this equation is the child. Right? The child is the one learning the material. Now, listen, I understand as an adult trying to deliver material that a kid is maybe initially trying to grasp, but there is a lot of work happening in the mind, in the brain, in the heart when working through new material. And these are young, young kids, right? And so this whole cooperative artist thing, they're the artist. You're the one trying to cooperate with them. You're trying to give them that environment and you're going to have a chance to experience this with them. And why is it possible for you to experience this with them? Because you do not have to be tied to grades for the purpose of measurement, for the purpose of funding. And when you have that freedom, you can actually say, you know what, let's learn a different way. Let's slow down. Let's get you to enjoy school. Let's get you to be curious. Let's get you to wonder. Let's get you to talk about the things that you want to talk about as opposed to, hey, this is the curriculum. These are the assignments. They need a grade. Let's move on. So many times the thing that comes up when I'm talking to other parents is I could never homeschool my child because they hate math and we fight about math all the time. Well, Here's the thing, you're approaching math one way because you must learn it in order to get a grade according to the system that you're in. But what if you could learn math through story? What if you could learn math through cooking or just different activities? Like all of a sudden, you could experience math in a whole different way. You could evaluate your child's learning in a whole different way. It's totally possible. So this, this kind of gives me an opportunity to kind of share a story with the conversation I had with the homeschool mom. Um, this was a situation where the parent brought home a child, right? A child that the system, right? The public school system kind of said to her, this child would not be able to read, right? Obviously, mom didn't believe that, right? At this particular point, mom is part-time working or even full-time working. I can tell you at some point in this homeschool story that I'm going to share with you, mom is working full-time while educating the child. So it is possible. I say it is possible only because the homeschooling parent or the homeschooling mom is the most wonderful and beautiful entrepreneur on the planet. I'll share a story with regards to my queen. Mm. You know, there are times when when Monica, you know, uh, we're trying to do our thing here with a little small business, but we also are homeschooling. And there are times when she comes up to me and she, you can see it in her face. And sometimes <laughs> she simply just simply shares that I feel like I've done nothing. 
and I have to just remind her what she has already done. She's given birth. There's nothing else for me to say there, but you've given birth. You've raised beautiful kids. You are educating them. And even though if you look back at a particular day, at a particular string of days, and you may not be able to clearly articulate what you might have learned, I'm here to tell you, you've created an environment where kids love to learn. And so I just wanted to share, pause on that other story just to simply tell my wife that I love you. Let me just give you encouragement. All the moms that are listening, let me give you encouragement. For those that have already graduated kids and are just kind of enjoying this conversation with us, bless you guys. Listen, grab a hold of somebody that is homeschooling, encourage them, build them up, send them to this podcast, right? So let me go back to the other story. Yes. But I had to pause just to tell my my wife that I love her. I mean, I mean, who, who doesn't want to do that? But in this other particular story, this parent brings the child in who, you know, Got that little label of uh, this is going to be a no-go parent. And the parent's like, absolutely not. So in an effort to decompress from that traumatic event, that traumatic series of events, right? Because by the time a system tells you, hey, listen, this is the kind of kid you have, we've, we've gone through a couple hoops. That parent, very wisely, by the grace of God and with all the beautiful intelligence that they have, decided to take a little TV timeout. You know what? We're going to we're gonna move away from this whole formalized structure process. We're just going to enjoy being a kid. We worked on Legos. We worked on connecting. We worked on puzzles. And this was a month, two months, I think maybe even three months. But when I tell you, this particular parent wisely created an environment that was caring and loving. And then when they reintroduced the whole formal learning process, massive success, great acceleration. This particular homeschool child is currently in college Studying science, right? I mean, when you think of, you know, structure and order and sequence and memorization and all the things that's needed, science tends to be given the stamp of the hard, you know, like the hard subject. Not a soft science, but a hard science. And so this story was shared. And although the child at times still goes through those little moments of doubts, which I'm sure they built up when they were just a little kid. Man, I asked that parent to remind that kid of how unique and successful they are. And so, man, that's homeschool. So as you're figuring out how, what environment you want to create to bring out the genius in your child, remember what the purpose of education is. Is the purpose of education um, to be able to see God's fingerprints and to help your child be curious and wonder? Is the purpose of education to honor God? And because you are fearfully and wonderfully made, you know, use the strengths and the talents that he's given you. Is the purpose of education to be able to serve and and cultivate a love to serve others at a greater level? I mean, homeschool mom, homeschool dad, as you are growing and as you are learning, remember, you are being a cooperative artist. You are inspiring your child. And that is, even right now, why we do this podcast and why I'm in direct sales. Because It's a way for me to be uncomfortable and learn how to serve at greater levels. It's a way for my husband and I to continue to be role models for our kids, to inspire them to do things that have value and that encourage others. Please remember to share this episode. Do it because you know what? You don't want to do it. Do it because you're like, well, will they get offended if I if I send them this, you know, episode, this podcast? Who do I send it to? What do I say? Because 
it's a perfectly good thing to do, but it makes you uncomfortable, that's actually enough reason to go ahead and do it. Share this episode with at least one person. We will see you next Wednesday. This is actually episode 54, and next episode is one year of us being on our podcast. So thank you for all of you faithful listeners for lending us your ears and your heart and spending this time with us. We love you so much. Yes, we do. See you guys next week. Thank you for spending time with us today. Check out our link below and subscribe to our podcast. We hope that we helped you by unlocking a new way of seeing homeschooling. Who else needs to hear this? Only you know. So take action and share it. Because remember, homeschool unlocked. It's not school. It's life.